Hello and welcome to this week's 10 Minute Country with me, James Dake, in episode 21. It's going to be my favourite 10 albums of the year. Uh, It's the last podcast of the year. I'm going to have a little Christmas break and then we'll come back strong in January with carrying our tens of followers into a a bright new future. Um, Tons of good music around coming in your way. Tons of tours, lots to talk about. So 2019 is looking like it's going to be another good year for country music. This year I felt was great. I thought there was tons, um, loads of amazing music released across the whole country Americana, folk roots spectrum. There was brand new festivals to get your teeth into. Loads and loads of tours uh, and I thought it was a great year. It's been really hard trying to narrow down what my favourite 10 albums of the year are and I started with a list of 25 um, and I've managed to sort of narrow it down to about 15 so here here are the ones that have finished just outside the top 10 really loved Heather Morgan's Borrowed Heart album big ballads big vocals big impassioned uh, songs uh, and uh, played that a lot really enjoyed that one um, Kendall Marvel's Lowdown and Lonesome album um, it's great to see him supporting the Brothers Osborne over here as well, thoroughly lovely guy, um, tracks like Gypsy Woman and Hurting Gets Hard really, really impressed me this year, so I shall look forward to the follow-up to that whenever that comes and enjoy his co-writes with all the other Nashville artists that he's, uh, that this album will have um, enabled him to do. Um, thoroughly enjoyed Thompson Square's Masterpiece album, been a Thompson Square fan for a long time now since I picked up a um, a, a CD of theirs, I don't know, about six, seven years ago, just after they'd won the CMA on an American holiday I was on. So I was a bit disappointed when they left their record label, but they've come back independently with Masterpiece, and, it, it, you know, it's a cracking album. The title track sums up everything that us parents feel about children. Um, album Closer Breakers is, is, is heartbreakingly beautiful in its intent. Uh, and there's some good fun songs on there as well. So really enjoyed Masterpiece. Two British albums would have come in my top 15. The Shires Accidentally on Purpose and Wondering Hearts Wild Silence. Both great albums. Um, I didn't like The Shires' second album as much as um, the debut. And so they came back strong on Accidentally on Purpose. I think, you know, tracks like Sleepwalk um, were incredibly impressive. And um, writing in Nashville with people like Jimmy Robbins really took them on to the next level. So I'll be interested to see what their fourth album sounds like. And obviously we all love Wondering Hearts as Wild Silence. Uh, what a terrific genre-crossing album that is. The, the harmonies, the, the moods, the passions. Um, a, an absolutely terrific album. Probably the best British album of the year. Uh, and it's coming out in deluxe format in January with lots of extra tracks and content on it. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. But my tenth, I'm doing the countdown. But my 10th uh, favourite album of the year was uh, Jimmy Allen's Mercury Lane. I loved that sort of genre-blurring, um, very personal on some tracks like Warrior and uh, the absolutely superb All Tractors Ain't Green. Met Jimmy, talked to Jimmy, watched Jimmy perform. Can't wait to see him back at C2C. He's going to have a bright future in this um, in this genre. In at nine is Dan and Shay's self-titled album. Uh, one of my earlier podcasts, if you want to check back in uh, in the list, was about how I became a Dan and Shay fan this year after years of uh, resisting. Their new album, with obviously it's got Tequila and Speechless, and I love Keeping Score with Kelly Clarkson as well on it. Uh, a terrific album. 
Uh, and again, genre blurring, really. Lots of people are, are in the it's not country music camp, but I think it's great. Number eight is Rustin Kelly's Dying Star album. Absolutely brilliant. Was a bit disappointed when he supported the Wondering Hearts because at the Birmingham show he didn't play a single song from Dying Star. Uh, but I hear he's coming back in May with a band so I can get to see songs like Son of a Highway Daughter and Big Brown Bus played as they were meant to be played. Great album. Um, very intense. Not one that you want to put on on a Friday night, but perfect, real, uh, ex- you know, exciting music. And in complete contrast, at number seven, I've got Morgan Evans's Things That We Drink To. This is just uh, the epitome of pop rock country, everything from American to the sort of Irish-themed Young Again, um, the duet with Kelsey on Dance With Me. I felt Morgan really pulled off uh, a fine album here, and, and one that has got a lot more depth than I think people have initially given him credit for. Yes, the song's seem sort of light at first but there's depth on there there's a lot of meaning and they are so infectious so well structured that i think things that we drink to is a cracking album switching tack again completely at number six i've got the pistol annie's interstate gospel aren't we lucky that we can listen you know i'm just looking back on the list you know i've got dan and shay rustin kelly morgan evans pistol annie's you couldn't find more diverse um, and uh, sort of at odds with each other music. But this all appeals to us country and Americana fans. And I felt the Pistol Annie's Interstate Gospel was their best piece of work yet. They're, you know, they're funny, they're brilliant, they're sarcastic. Their lyrics, I think, um, are, are amazing. You know, seeing Angelina Presley at the Long Row Festival is akin to seeing a stand-up comedian who is also absolutely fantastic at music. They're so sharp these girls and it was really probably Miranda Lambert's post-divorce album that we all expected the weight of these wings would be absolutely brilliant loved it top five and in at number five is the Grammy nominated Girl Going Nowhere by Ashley McBride I've interviewed Ashley twice this year once on the phone once in person and I may be biased but she's one of the nicest hardest working talented musicians out there so I'm thrilled that this has been nominated for a Grammy and uh you know, easily deserves top five album of the year status. Number four, I've got Brothers Osborne's Port St. Joe. Cracking album. Uh, bringing the rock into country music, doing it their own way, ignoring the haters, ignoring the doubters. They go from the straight down the line of Shoot Me Straight. Uh, I love the sort of Jerry Reed influenced um, couple of wrongs making it right. Kendall Marvel's co write with Drank Like Hank. And then the beautiful While You Still Can, which um, TJ told me in an interview was his favourite song. Brilliantly diverse album, and yet all sort of hung together in one single narratively, uh, in one single narrative. Really cleverly done album, and uh, it's great to see them getting some recognition as well because they've been nominated for a Grammy alongside Ashton McBride. Number three, I've got Dirk Bentley's The Mountain. Big fan of Dirk's. Um, absolutely loved Riser. Struggled a little bit with the Black Album to listen to it all in one go because it was so heavy and intense. The Mountain is a perfect mix of everything that he's done in his career. There's a little bit of bluegrass on there. Um, there's a little bit of the Black sound. There's a little bit of the Riser sound. Burning Man is one of my favourite songs of the year. Love the slight uh, progression and evolution in his sound on things like Goodbye and Telluride. The piano ballad, My Religion, is a new sound for Dirks, and really thought this was a cleverly constructed, well-put-together album. So that's my third favourite album of the year. 
Second favourite album of the year, Sugarland's Bigger. Massive Sugarland fan from back in the day. Been listening to both Jennifer and Christian's solo work during the hiatus. Was absolutely thrilled. I remember watching an illegal stream of the CMA Awards in 2017 when they came on and announced the duo of the year as Sugarland to the point where I jumped out of the bed I was in and threw the laptop on the floor uh, in surprise. So I had high expectations for this album and it has lived up to everything that I wanted from it. Um, You know, the huge sound of Bigger... Um, on a roll is the pure fun version of Sugarland. Let me remind you, it's got that slightly Latino edge. But what I love about this is songs like Not the Only. You know, Sugarland really took a sort of social political manifesto and put it into an album this time round. And, you know, it's an anti-Trump, anti-division, pro-love, everything that they've always been about. Uh, and they encapsulated it in a music album and made it bloody infectious at the same time as well. So, second favourite album of the year, possibly my joint favourite. If I'm, if I'm, the more I think about this, um, but you know, well done, guys. And please, 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 UK tour dates for 2019. So, what could top that? What is the number one album of the year, or maybe joint number one? If I'm, if I'm going to sit on the fence about it, I have got. Drum roll, please. Eric Church's Desperate Man. This will be the top of many people's lists. Um, love the songs on it. Love the political bite of the snake and the, and the structure of that type of song. Um, loved the sentiment of some of it, uh, which I think could be a massive single for him. Uh, Monsters is probably the most commercially viable song on the album uh, and will be a big song in 2019 for him. But even right down to Jukebox and a Bar and, and Drowning Man, you know, Eric puts everything of himself into his work these days. He's, he's an outsider still, stands outside the industry, does things his way, uh, employs his middle finger on a daily basis, uh, and I respect him for that. And um, absolutely loved this album. One, I would have liked to, one criticism, I would have liked a couple more up tempo y songs like the title track, maybe. Um, the Outsiders is still my favourite Eric Church album. I loved it when he was doing the rock and roll sound. But this is a fantastically put together, fantastically emotive, um, wonderful album full of heartfelt lyrics and real songs of worth and depth. So that would be my. Favourite album of the year, Eric Church's Desperate Man. And so that's it. And in fact, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I did start off with a list of 25 albums. I will put the caveat in because a lot of people's favourite album is going to be Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. And for, for me, it just didn't work. I much prefer her other two albums. Um, but then, you know, I am a 47-year-old man. Um, with a history of loving guitar-driven music. So Golden Hour was just almost, you know, way out of my comprehension to understand as an album. And so it's not necessarily her fault. I understand why people love it. I'm thrilled it's getting all the awards it is giving, um, uh, you know, being given. Um, But it's just one of those pieces of work that doesn't resonate with me personally, but it doesn't mean I don't understand that it's a groundbreaking uh, absolutely brilliant album. So, you know, credit to Casey Musgraves for doing that as well. It's just that my musical tastes aren't intelligent or clever enough or deep enough to cope with it. And so there we have 2018 in a nutshell. The top 10, top 15 albums of the year. Um, next year promises to be an absolutely great year as well.
Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Uh, Want to wish everybody out there a, a Merry Christmas. Start listening to that Christmas music. Get that Brett Eldridge on. Listen to Sarah Darling's Christmas EP from last year. That's an absolutely phenomenal piece of work. Sugarland's Green and Gold album is also a long-standing Christmas favourite of mine. Lady Antebellum's Christmas album is good. Um, really enjoyed Chris Young's Christmas album last year as well. But as the Bobby Bones show declared him this week, Brett Eldridge is Mr Christmas. And uh, I shall be listening to a combination of those albums and, and his new deluxe version of Glow for the rest of the year. And then we'll come back fighting and we'll come back strong and we'll come back all things country in 2019. So Merry Christmas to all. Um, and I hope you guys have a happy new year, and I'll see you back in January. Thanks for listening this year. Uh, this has been sometimes 10, sometimes 11, sometimes 12, and now 13-minute country with me, James Dakin. <laughs>